0: Hello, welcome along, James Watt. You have found the podcast, James Watt in conversation, show talk uh, and today, uh, well, why don't we celebrate uh, Hank Marvin's birthday uh, because on the 28th, he was 80, 28th of October that is and so why don't we hear uh, what happened when uh, I met Hank Marvin uh, tell you what, and if you'd like to subscribe to this, that would be lovely as well just uh, you know, just hit that subscribe button, it makes a thing, you want to contact the show uh, hello, at James what UK.com via email or just JamesWatUK uh, on Twitter and Instagram. Okay, let's get to Hank. Okay, time for a bit of Hank Marvin on Show Talk. Uh, we say good afternoon to
1: Hank Marvin. Hello, Hank. G'day, James. G'day. That's what we say here in Australia, yeah. yeah. G'day,
0: mate. See, because we're, <laughs> we're talking to you uh, from uh, from Perth.
1: Yeah, Perth, Western Australia. Yes, it's uh, the other side of the world, and it's uh, I'm it's. Dark here now. What's the time? of year? twenty-five to nine at night here. Yeah. <laughs> How
0: cool's that? And yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah you've you've lived there for a quite a while, now, haven't you?
1: Thirty-one years, man and boy. Yeah, <laughs> he that's all right. Yeah. About the boy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what, what 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 made you move over there to start with? Why why was Perth the chosen place? It it was actually a typing error. We thought we were going to Penrith. <laughs> And we ended up in Perth. This looks a bit odd. Uh, look, I tell you a number of reasons, but one one reason was uh, I like warmer weather. James and uh, we—it's it, a Mediterranean climate here, so it never gets that cold. You might get chilly mornings in the winter, but you know most most winter days, you still need your jacket off by about ten thirty, because I—I've got a thing called uh, Raynaud's syndrome. Oh yeah, which uh, which which it doesn't mean I look like a fox or anything like that. It what it is, your 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 fingers or or toes. In my case, my fingers get very cold when the temperature drops, and I I l- almost lose feeling so I can stick a pin in them. Uh, and and virtually not feel it. Therefore, I try to avoid having pins with me when that happens. But <laughs> it, it does, you know, it could affect my guitar playing enormously. Some people think it improves it, but you know, I don't think so.
0: <laughs> all right. So because I have heard of that that condition where you know you got you got to stay a certain a certain warmth level, otherwise it's all a bit bad yeah, news. Yeah,
1: you have. I've got a few friends of mine over here who coincidentally all, all also have it so we we have uh Reynard syndrome parties and compare <laughs> compare numbness <laughs>
0: uh so you only come to the u k in the summertime in that case
1: yes i that's when we do do normally come over here. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny we came about three or four years ago, and uh we're in london we left perth in in june twenty two degrees got gone to london it was fifteen degrees couldn't believe it because <laughs> I mean Perth does get ridiculously hot in your summer doesn't it it can yeah we 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 probably get about. 12, 14 days when it'll be around 40 degrees in the summer, and that's it, not much fun, I have to admit that. It's not much fun. You can, you can, as someone said, you could you could bowl a fried egg on this. I don't know why they said bowl a fried egg, but I, I think you <laughs> fried egg, but they said bowl a fried egg.
0: <laughs> hey, now, you've got a that's new album. Strange. You've got a new album <laughs> without a word, because uh, uh, singing is not your thing, that's for sure. We know it. it's playing the guitar. Uh, that's, that's, you don't have to be insulting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, which uh, so take us through. This is lots of uh, this is a lot of your favourite stuff, isn't it?
1: It is. Yeah. When I was asked to do this album, um, I did one for the same company about three years ago. But they asked me to do this one. They gave me carte blanche on choosing the material. Uh, I, I came up with the title without a word, which I think self-explanatory, as it's an instrumental album. And I chose a list of, of songs that I really wish I'd written. You know, which is most other people's <laughs> songs. And uh, I narrowed it down to 13 plus one original, which is on there. And we've got, oh, i mean tunes, which I've loved over the years, like Moon River, Alfie, fantastic piece by Bert Bacharach, a hit for Silly years ago. Cry Me, River, Julie, uh, Are You Lonesome Tonight? Yeah. Which was huge for Elvis, especially. Um, Peter Gunn, a fantastic theme, America from West Side Story. Uh, the Doctor Who theme, always loved that from the time I first heard it in the old black-and-white TV days when it came on. with well, that Remember that um, BBC Radiophonic workshop show? Yeah,
0: song?
1: yeah, yeah. All that stuff, you know, brilliant. And I always fancied having a crack at that, and now is my chance. I didn't want to muff it, so we, we, we did a version of that. And, uh, of course, uh, Lennon McCartney's uh, Michelle, Fool on the Hill, great tunes, love, love all this stuff. Uh, and you, you, I presume, you
0: made it in uh, in Australia as well.
1: Yes, I, I have a, my own studio here in Perth. I've had this for oh, about twenty odd years here, and I've recorded oh, about seven or eight albums here in in, in WA. So yeah, used all the local musicians. My son Ben and I did uh, most of the arrangements, apart from a couple, and uh, he played on the album as well. And uh, also, we used you know local drums, bass, percussion, keyboards, uh, horn players, etc. Yeah. And uh, got some good musos here, James, some very good musos. We're,
0: well, I've we'll have, have come over and I've have, have a, have a listened to them, I think. That okay Indeed you should.
1: because <laughs> uh, no, I
0: was listening to a, a show the other day, and it mentioned you in, in association with Olivia Newton-John. Mm. Uh, it was a long time ago. I mean, not mm. in a rude way. Um, mm. <laughs> but you, you and Olivia Newton-John worked together back in the old days.
1: Well, Olivia came on the. She she used to go out with Bruce, one of my colleagues in the Shad's. Uh, they, they went out for a couple of years together, and then she saw she saw the light <laughs> and ended off somewhere else. Um, but yeah, so uh, John Farro, who I worked with for a while, became her record producer after Bruce and Olivia split up and john and i wrote a couple of songs which he recorded which was great and one song i had this idea for this melody which i played to john he said oh i love that let's let's you know work on this so we 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 wrote this tune and we had a little little bit of a lyric which we 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 sang to olivia and she said oh i love that want to record that and and we never got around to finishing the song. And and what happened was John then moved to the USA. Well, Olivia had moved over there. She was having so much success there. And he was producing her records and writing for her. And he moved over there with his wife. And uh, he called me a couple of years later. to said, look, you remember that song we'd, we'd written? We never finished. Sam was called. I said, yes. He said, look, uh, Olivia keeps on at me. She wants to record it. And we're about to start a new album. And he said, I'd really love to do it on this album uh and don black is in town don black is a british lyricist very fine lyricist yeah. and she said he said do you mind if i ask him if he will finish it so i said no go ahead it's just doing nothing so don wrote a great lyric to it for, you know used the basis of what we had but but just improved it and everything and olivia had a big hing, a big single hit with it in the usa and i think to the uk to a degree but mainly in the us and uh, that was fantastic uh, to to have that uh, you know success with her and um, we got an award for that by the american songwriters association best country song it's not it's not at all a country song so i don't know where that comes from but they reckon it was so i'm quite <laughs> happy if they get with it <laughs> how, many, how many guitars do you have Oh, gee 40-something, I think. Really? Um, I mean, do, but, yeah, really
0: I mean big... do you have 40, but then like have a favourite and only use one, in effect?
1: Uh, well, I have several Stratocasters, and uh, um, for example, when I was working live, I'd probably use three Strats. I'd have one with heavy strings on for the old stuff, one with, uh, um, for the aficionados out there, 11 to 50-gauge strings on for the more modern yeah stuff and one strong lighter 10 to 46 which is what most of the modern players use so it can bend more easily particularly on two or three faster numbers uh, and then i'd have a couple of acoustics as well so, so i've got a whole bunch of gypsy jazz guitars as well far too many actually i think i only use about two of them <laughs> so i'm i'm think- thinking of selling them um yeah. Yes, but, but so, the, the strats but I, are
0: important. Are I mean, because having a, having a cause the strats that's that's like the seems like the Rolls Royce of the guitar world. Uh, the strat is it. Is it if, if you once well, you've got one well, of you well, made it.
1: Well, I don't know about the Rolls Royce of the guitar, but certainly it's a guitar which I feel very comfortable with. It's, it, it suits me. It's got a sound I like. I feel comfortable playing it. But if you're a Gibson player, you'd think the Gibson is the Rolls Royce yeah. of the. May, maybe the maybe the the Stratocaster is the Porsche of the. Uh, yeah. And 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 the the Gibson is the old Austin. I got Oh, you see, you're upset the well, Gibson I'm in trouble up. now. <laughs>
0: So what, So in between making songs, uh, do you go gigging at all at the moment
1: or not? No, no, I haven't, we haven't done anything of, of sort of this type of stuff since we did the Cliff and the Shads reunion world tour a few years ago, which was a wonderful experience. For We all enjoyed that. It was a huge success. And uh, I don't think we could top that. You know, that was the end. The only things I've done live... Um, Since then, I've been in some gypsy jazz gigs, which I've got a little gypsy jazz quartet, uh, and I I do it mainly for a bit of fun, but we've done some gigs in New Zealand, over eastern states and Australia, and hey, you know, we released an album, and uh, we had a promoter in the USA, it actually hit number one in some of the jazz charts on the jazz radio stations, unbelievable. Wow.
0: That's cool. Uh, are, you, are you aware that um, you know most of us uh, know you for uh, you know your music, but there is a section of the community that only know you for being
1: on some TV advert? Yes, yes, yes. I understand that.
0: Yeah, <coughs> a number of years I, the, ago, the, the, this, the TV advert missed me <coughs> by. You see,
1: it was actually it was very well done. It, but I thought it was really a very good ad. Uh, and it was very amusing and there's a lovely way, the way it ends with a little dachshund with the glasses on it was brilliant <laughs> uh, and they did a follow-up a couple of years later which was nice because um, the first one was very successful apparently okay, okay, but, but uh, you,
0: you were not involved in the making of this at all you, you were just no, the subject of it
1: <laughs> I was the subject yes he's my name and it came about of course because of the rhyming slang yeah. uh, which started off with musicians a, a musician friend of mine uh, quite a long time ago he came up and said do you know all the musos are uh, using your name for, for, for rhyming slang the, the, if, if they're hungry they say oh, I'm, I'm really Hank Marvin and I, I was quite amused by it and then it, it crept into the public arena and became widespread in fact you know friends of mine here in Perth who go to the UK are, what really impresses them when they hear people saying oh I'm really Hank Marvin they think that's brilliant <laughs> You know they don't care about musical my musical career. <laughs> it's all about because people use it to say they're hungry. Oh, such as. When did, I mean? It's like when you
0: heard your first song that on the radio. But when did you, when did you first hear about your your, your TV stardom uh, for for a TV advert?
1: Oh, that... Well, I knew Well, I knew about it, of course, because they had to approach my manage- management to, for the involvement using the name and everything. And then when, when they were doing it, I was sent a, a rough copy of what it was going to be before it went out, uh, just out of courtesy from their point of view, because they probably didn't care if I liked it or not, you know. <laughs> So, and I thought, wow, they've done a great job on this. It's a classy commercial and uh, it got a very good reaction and it sold a lot of um, Madison's, whatever it was for them. My son, who was then living in England, Ben, living in London, he, he used to buy them. Before I did the commercial, he said, actually, they're really good. I, they're protein <laughs> snacks or something. <laughs> <laughs> and, did, and, did, and did you actually, did you sell a few more records off the back of it as well? I don't know about that, but there's only a few more medicines. I, I try to get. I try to get them a year supply of protein bars. <laughs> You're doing quite well, I think, uh, and so this album comes out. And what's 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 the plans for this year for you? What, what have you got any plans? Th- one one thing I'd like to do though, I just I just mentioned. Um, I have in my possession, uh, a, a video recording of. My last tour I did with my band in 2002, and a friend of mine who's who's a fan, David Hawley is his name, he, he videoed this for me on my camera, and it came up really well, and in recent months I, I thought, you know, I'd like to make this available for the, the hardcore fans who would probably love to have this as a little memory, because it was a good show, a good band, and... um So what I'm going to do is get this friend of mine here as a filmmaker, get it edited, put it together, and try to make it available as the official bootleg. Ah, yeah. So we'll see see how it works. So that will take a little bit of uh, thinking about it and getting it sorted. So that'll be one project for the rest of the
0: Well, it's loving the album. Uh, we, did, we had it up number 11 here in the studio. That's really great. Uh, it's called Hank Brilliant. Marvin. thank you. Uh, without a word. It's great to talk to you this afternoon. Uh, I'll let you go back in. I know it's nighttime there, but enjoy the sunshine tomorrow. Uh, we're having lovely weather
1: here as ever great. in the UK. Yeah. It's, yeah. Look, it's been a real pleasure to be part of this tonight, James. Thanks so much for that.
0: Thank you very much, Hank. Good to talk to you. Catch you soon. There you go. Hank Marvin. uh, That is him uh, from Perth, Australia. Can't be bad. Uh, This is James Watt in Conversation Show Talk. Do subscribe and you never know when you might get another one of these uh, popping up all of a sudden. Uh, And that's it really. Uh, So I'll catch you next time around.